Hello everyone, thank you very much for being here with us today. I really enjoyed this chat with Joy Pavlich and um, I'll share a little bit. We met a few years ago and she talked about her story, her losing her child to suicide. We also talked about the possibility of her writing a book about this journey. And today we're talking about this amazing book that I truly recommend you read, Chasing My Son Across Heaven. You can find this book on Amazon. You can find it on some bookstores. There's more information on how to connect with Joy Pavlich and how to find her book. This is a great book, a journey on how to get up and live a life again after this very hard episode in her life. I really hope you enjoy this chat and don't forget to connect on social media. You can find us as Nash Productions. Thank you. Hello, everyone. We're here with the Joy Pavlich, and it's a great pleasure. Uh, she has a great book coming out. I've known her for a few years, and since I met her, she mentioned this book. And finally, it's here. So I'm very happy. Thank you very much, Joy, for your time, for being here with us. How are you? Oh, thank you so much, Nash. I'm doing really well. And thank you for the opportunity to share about this book. You're right. It's been a, a, a labor of love for sure for a very long time. Oh, yeah, I remember. So I'm very happy and congrats on your book. Thank you. Okay, so um, this book is called Chasing My Son Across Heaven. And for those of you that have heard about it, uh, you can find it at Chapters, you can find it on Amazon, you can even find it on Kindle, uh, Kindle ebook. And if you want to know more about, about the story of the book, I just found on YouTube a video, and I'm sure you remember, Joy. Um, you can find it as Mike Lang Stories on YouTube, and it's a three-minute uh, long um, chat, I guess, with Joy talking about uh, the story of this book. So let's start there. Uh, why did you decide to write this book, Joy? Um, I think it just came naturally. You know, uh, we, I really believe that we all find our, our, we reach back into our tools and our toolboxes when life is unpredictable or, you know, the things that we, we come to believe in are challenged. And, you know, as a, as a journalist and a communication specialist, storytelling is really my art. And I, I had never really thought about writing a book um, and yet it just seemed to come so naturally as this, this way of processing my grief actually, I think is, is really what it was. It was just a instinctive way of finding those, those really shattered pieces and trying to, to weave a story out of it. Okay. So um, for people that are listening to, to this chat and are wondering, like, what is she talking about? Can you elaborate a little bit more on about this process and what happened in your life um, that made you write this book? And then we'll go from there. Sure. So I'm going to actually go back a little wee bit into my own mm -hmm. research. So my research was in the process of narrative completion as a pathway out of trauma. And, you know, really looked at what happens when people people experience trauma in their lives and how their belief systems are shattered. And really it's your, you know, your worldview and your identity as well. And, um, you know, I'd completed my research and, and 
not that long after my middle son, Eric, took his life and Eric was 20 years old and had a battle with mental illness since his early teens. And, um, you know, it was, it was uh, I really was like my own case study when this happened. Like this, I, I remember, you know, even the, the moment I heard uh that same feeling that I'd heard men express, I'd looked at men who had been sexually abused um, as children who had experienced childhood sexual abuse. And one of the things that they talked about was this, this feeling of disconnect from the world around you and, and how, you know, you, you really just feel like you're, you're not really present in the world. Your, your physical presence is altered. And that was one of the first things that I actually experienced was that, that sense of complete disconnection from the world around me. And, um, and then, you know, going, going on and, and another thing that I found really fascinating. So there's, there's really predictable stages that happen. And so this, you know, Mm -hmm. there would be what you would call your pre-trauma identity, and then there'd be a traumatic event. And what happens is, um, traumatic memories are stored in a very different way than healthy memories are. And so mm-hmm. they're, they're actually these fractured images with emotions. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so when somebody is able to take those really, really fractured memories and be able to weave them into a story, you're actually able to let go of some of that. Um, you know, your mental health will improve. People are able to address their addiction issues. And 30% of people, once they've completed that story and it really forms a new identity for them, mm-hmm. um, they go on to what's called post-traumatic growth. And it's not that they, how's the right word to say it, but, but you actually feel compelled to use your story to help others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was really fascinating going through that process. And I couldn't, all I could do was identify that I was actually at that stage. I couldn't. I couldn't move myself through it faster. I could just, it was, it was like this frame of awareness as I was walking through this grief journey after losing Eric that, that I could say, okay, I'm here, you know, and I guess I'm going to go through it, you know. And so in some ways, I think having that research, having that frame really helped me intellectualize this very, very emotional experience of grief. Wow. So it, it did help you writing this book. It, it helped you personally to go through this. And, um, and then you just wanted to share, I guess, to help other people. So um, now that, that I understand this a little bit better, can you um, tell us what can this book? Is it the story or is it your process through this it's um, it's really about my process. It's the mm-hmm. the story starts on the day Eric died. Um, you know that that immediate fracturing of my life, but it's also mm-hmm. a very very spiritual journey because I have a really you know I was raised in a very strong Catholic family. Both my parents are um, ironically neither of their first languages are English. You know my dad's Croatian and my mom is French, and so I was raised in a very strong Catholic home and I never really thought about my religion or faith and then when Eric died it was like everything I believed in had been destroyed and I and I you know I didn't know you know is why are we here you know those really really deep questions about the meaning of life and yet I also had two other sons um, because really I I I could have as easily went with Eric I was just so ambivalent about life and I felt so defeated in his death and so being able to try to 
to rebuild the faith is really what this story is about. And uh, also an understanding of life, um, you know, and, and to find wow. deeper meaning in, in life than, than what I'd ever really thought about before. So it took me down a really deeply spiritual path. And so I always tell people, this is a spiritual book. It's, it has religious elements, um, mm -hmm. you know, because of my Catholic faith, but it's really about that spiritual piece of, of believing in the something more and what does that look like and having a connection to it and really believing that our loved ones are close, that comfort that comes with knowing that, that I can believe and I can trust that he's close and he's with me. And so there, there's a lot of pieces that, you know, I, I think um, people might wonder about. It's about the, the many, many visits I made to mediums trying to connect with him or, you know, taking, you know, going through a past life regression. And as a journalist and a researcher, those, you know, mm -hmm. again, it was, I was using the tools that I had and I was trying to solve the mystery of life and death. And I, I remember this one, priest saying to me he's like joy at some point you just have to let go of trying to solve this and just understand that it is you know and um yeah so it's that's really what the book is about it's very much my own process but in it mm -hmm. i hope that others will understand pieces and and i guess the other thing too is that you know as a society we really as a western society i believe that we we avoid those deep conversations about grief, about loss, about death. Oh yeah. And, and, you know, it's the one thing that we know is actually part of our life. Right. And, and the priest at Eric's funeral, he said, you know, from the moment you're born, you're old enough to die. And he said, we, oh, yeah. we look at Eric's life as a life cut short, but the truth is the moment you were born, you're old enough to die. And I thought that was, you know, it was one of those, those gems that stuck with me through all of this. Um, there's, there's no guarantee that, that we're going to have a long life, that we're going to be healthy. There's, there are no guarantees. And so being able to, to look at that through that lens, as well as in Eric's 20 years, what was the purpose of his life? What was the purpose of him being here? Oh my God. So it's a very deep book. I really want to read it, Joy. Um, and I can't imagine um, what, now that you were mentioning that it's a very spiritual book, I can't imagine that anyone can read this book, right? Anyone that just wants to uh, connect maybe even with the meaning of life or any other thing. You don't have to be in the same situation that, that you were or that you are to be able to understand the book. Yeah, and actually one of one of the people who wrote an endorsement for the book, she actually said that. She said it you'd be hard pressed to find out which section of the bookstore this should be in. You know, she said mm -hmm. there there's pieces of it that could fit in almost any circumstance and and um yeah, so I I think you're right about that. It's um it certainly speaks to my own grief journey, but you know, there's lots of things in life that that we just we at times we need a deeper understanding and I, and I hope that it can, can help people with that. Wow. And how can people find you if they want to connect with you, if they want to know more, are you planning on writing another book? Actually I am. Um, yeah. So one, one of the ways that I processed, which was really very different again, you know, you talk about pre-trauma identity and post-trauma identity. I was always the most responsible person in the room And after Eric died, I, you know, would jump on an airplane and just start walking out in the middle of, 
you know, I'd get off the plane in Paris and I'd take a train to Spain and I walked the Camino alone, um, the Camino Primitivo, which is actually the northern Asturias mm-hmm. through Spain. And then for Eric's birthday, I, I went to Portugal and I went to Croatia and I would just do this. And I know for my other two sons, Justin and Connor, this was a really challenging thing for them to, for their mom to just kind of just be out there and, and just so different. But I guess the other piece of it is that as we rebuild, it's such a, it's such a solitary journey, um, you know, that, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing, um, you know, I, I wanted people to know that just, just be present in our journey with us. That's, that's probably the most important thing. You're not going to be able to fix this. It's a process that we have to go through but if you can walk with us through it until we figure out who we are again and how we're going to survive in, in this world and, and not just survive, but find joy in it again, find hope and happiness and, and um, just be yeah. aware of every day what we're living in. And I loved what you were explaining at the beginning that sometimes we just go through life, not ever imagining that it can be a short life, that we don't know if the people that are around us will be there next year right or next Christmas or whatever it is and I feel and please let me know if this has something to do but that this book will help us understand that and remind us that we need to be aware and enjoy every moment because you never know right I would really sorry go ahead no (laughs) I would really really hope so right that um it's we we get these reminders all the time and we're not present to the reminders um You know, I find, you know, speaking for myself personally, how just we can get so wrapped up in life. And then, you know, there's there's magic in everyday moments. And so often we spend our time thinking about the future, the past. But, you know, the present is is really and I know this sounds cliche, (laughs) but the present is all we have this this moment, this moment in time. And and how are we going to make the most of it? And how is it going to enhance our lives and and make us the happiest and so being present is a huge part of that oh my god okay well i can't wait to read your book um i was going i was looking for the book online and if you guys haven't had the chance it has it has five stars on goodreads.com oh wow Uh, yes i was like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) wow i really want to read it um is there something you would like to add um you know, to share with people. Um, I'm sure this was a very long process to go through, but I can hear you're happy and you're in a better place. And, you know, and I'm very happy I can hear that in you. Uh, But is there something that you would add for someone maybe that is going through a very hard situation, maybe not the exact situation, but a a hard, difficult process? I guess to, to believe that better days are possible, right? They, they will happen at the time it, it might feel like you're never going to get through this. Um, and it, you're right. It doesn't have to be the loss of a, you know, a loved one. It could be the loss of a job, um, a, a relationship. There's so many ways that our lives are impacted. And, and as we're going through it, it feels like we can't see the end in sight, but it, it, it comes, you know, life, life finds a new, a new, I never say normal because I struggle with, I've always struggled with that when people say new normal <laughs> since Eric died. I'm like, no, this isn't normal. But, but I wanted to add just about the process and, and you know, kind of trusting divine timing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when you said that I'm happy now, like had this book come together, um, you know, when, when it was first written, had every had the process been smooth and not long, I, I would have felt more like this should be something that I had to do. Um, whereas now, you know, there's, I can find joy in this accomplishment, right? Even though it was a tragedy that created it, it's a result of a tragedy. I can still find, you know, that I can find pride in this accomplishment or a sense of, of, you know, a sense of having done something that will have benefit despite, you know, how awful the situation was the impetus for it. So, you know, it was a very long process from when I wrote it to when, you know, to when the book was actually being released. And I guess it is to just trust that, you know, when things don't happen exactly in the timing that you want it to, that they are still going to happen and it'll happen in a better way. And that was part of my experience with the whole publishing process and finding an incredible publisher um, you know, just which felt like an absolute gift. So, yeah, just that, that whole piece of trusting that there's a reason things unfold as they do. That's a big one. Hey, we don't really understand that. And sometimes we get mad at the, at the, t why is this happening to me? Why? And we get learn. Um, but once you do, don't you feel joy? It's like, Okay, I understand it. it. Sometimes we don't even have to understand it. We just have to take it in and just flow with whatever's going on around yes. us. Yeah, I think there's so much to that where it's, okay, so it isn't happening. There's a reason. And, you know, they always say God, God sees things that we don't. So mm -hmm. to, uh, to trust that, um, you know, for our better good, for the good of our lives, that things will happen when they're supposed to, as they're supposed to. And I can definitely speak to this publishing process as being one where it really ultimately worked out for my own good. I did have another publisher early on and, um, oh. you know, it was a smaller regional press and they, they, they pulled it. It was supposed to be on their 2019 um, book list. Mm -hmm. And then they decided that it was just too spiritual for a more secular press Oh, wow. And, and as a result, I had been speaking somewhere and, um, Burnett Bain, who's actually a Hollywood producer, like director of what dreams may come, the Celestine mm -hmm. prophecy, he was speaking and it was at a Milton secret event. And so, um, he had, he had asked to read my manuscript before and he sent it on to the publisher that picked it up, <laughs> who he had, he had actually, um, he had actually brought one of his books to life in a movie. So again, you know, oh, if, wow. if you trust that there's not, that they're not coincidences, that there's not synchronicity and we're really trusting the path, then beautiful things will happen as a result of it. But to trust that path. That's the important thing. Oh my God. Imagine if your book becomes a movie. Yeah. Wouldn't <laughs> that be something? That would like, be beautiful. I can imagine Eric up there smiling, thinking, yeah, <laughs> this is, this Look, is pretty Mom, cool, everything Mom. that you've done. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who he'd want to play Eric. He'd have to be someone <laughs> charming and handsome. Oh, that would be very nice. Well, I'm very happy, and thank you very much for sharing with us. Like I said, I, I can see amazing reviews already. Um, and you can find it. You can go online, look for it on Amazon, or you can go to Chapters if you live in Canada. 
you can find it there. Um, and thank you very much. Anything else? Uh, I was, Joy? Actually, I was just going to say it's, it's available globally, which is phenomenal, you know, to me as well. Um, and people are sending me messages from the UK, from Australia, you oh, know, nice. that, that the books are, you know, that, that they're, I want to say, I don't want to say out of stock because they're not really out of stock. Their early mm-hmm. orders have already been filled. So then they have to oh, go wow. back to the dist- the publishing house or the distribution and house in more. the States and get more. So um, obviously it's appealing to people even in its early, early days. So it, it feels like a force that's completely out of my control right now. And I'm really, really awed by it. But I, <laughs> I, I hope that people find good and they find a message of hope and what they're looking for when they pick this book up. That's amazing. I'm sure they will. And across the world, you can find it. So just look for it, go online and check it where they have it. I just went online today, this morning to see where I can get it. Um, Then I thought I'm just going to order an Amazon and just get it here on my door. (laughs) Actually, my publisher did say Amazon is the easiest. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, of course, I want to support, you know, bookstores. Local. Mm -hmm. But um, Amazon is definitely the easiest and they will have a steady, you know, a steady supply. So. Perfect. And if I find it somewhere else, I'll let you guys know on our platforms on, on social media as Nash Productions on, on Instagram. Uh, Joy, do you have an Instagram account or I, how can people find you? I do. And now I've got to look it up. I think it's V. <laughs> it's at V Joy Pavlich. All right. Okay. We'll share it as well. Okay. Um, you, can, you guys can find it with the, the link to this, uh, to this podcast. You can find her information. And you can share with her if you find the book, take a picture, take a picture of it and and just hashtag chasing my son across heaven. Thank you very much, Joy. It was a great honor to have you here and I can't wait to read your book. Thank you so much. It's a great honor to be here. And I really appreciate you, um, the support, right, and getting the message out. It means so much, Nash. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. And thanks for being connected today with us. See you you next time.